she's Lisa, and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Lisa Rants Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Smith, and today I'm having a bonus episode this week recapping the 2018 MTV VMAs. And let me just say, it was a messy one. It was a messy one. Um, I did an AMAs recap about a couple months ago, maybe almost a year ago, actually. I know you guys really like that. And VMAs is one of my favorite, 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 um, I guess you could say, award shows every year. I've been watching forever. I remember like the iconic days back in like 2009, 2010, like when Lady Gaga would come and she would wear all those crazy outfits and like little Kim wore like the iconic like seashell outfit like with like her titties out and like J-Lo wore that iconic dress, like the green dress that with like the really plunging neckline, like so many iconic moments at the VMAs and it's just one of my favorite shows. So I'm super excited to recap the whole thing for you guys. From my perspective, the good, the bad, the ugly, let's get into it. Okay, guys, so I have a little bit to cover here. I actually was watching this. Um, I was watching it live last night. It's probably going to be Wednesday when you hear this. Um, Yeah, so I was watching it live, and I had my little uh, notepad and pen to keep notes. You know, I like the paper. I work in stationery. (laughs) Um, so, you know, I was just, like, writing in my little girl boss notepad, um, by Graffiti France. You guys can purchase one now. <laughs> little plug. I love my little plug right now. Okay, anyways. So, I was taking notes on every single thing I wanted to talk about with you guys. Um, I actually wanted to have a fashion segment, but honestly, I wasn't impressed. Like, there wasn't any looks last night that I was, like dying over like I was actually really unimpressed I was actually on the shade room keeping up with all the outfits because the shade room usually um they they literally just posted like every single like relevant celebrities outfit last night and I was just like very underwhelmed like I don't know I didn't like anything like at all Like, (laughs) like honestly like I wanted to talk about everyone's outfit but there was nothing that stood out to me at all so Kind of sucks because VMAs is known for having, like, all the iconic looks, but I really wasn't impressed. Like, I liked Rita Ora's outfit, and, um, Kylie looked kind of sleek, like, normal, like, really clean. Yeah, J-Lo looked amazing as usual, like, but, like, nothing was, like, wow, you know? So, that kind of sucked. So, as I go through, maybe I'll discuss certain people's outfits, but, like I said, wasn't really impressed, so that kind of sucked. Alright, so I have my little notebook in front of me, and I'm just going to kind of go through and just discuss. Most of these are in order, and I kind of pointed out the, like, top things I wanted to talk about. So the show started off um, with Cardi B, like, the first birth thing we saw, and she had, like, this baby in her hand. Well, we all thought it was a baby, but it wasn't. Um, She was kind of, like, saying, like, weird jokes that, like, weren't funny. Like, it was kind of awkward. Like, Cardi B is obviously, like, the funniest person ever, and I love her, but, like, sometimes when she's in, when she's on, like, actual TV, like, live TV, she's, like, super awkward, and, like, I don't know, she's just not funny to me, so it was kind of weird. She had a fake baby, and then she just, like, pulled out her VMA, and, like, whatever, but she looked great, though, like, postpartum Cardi is, like, 
looks amazing. Like, she looks fucking great. Like, she just looks so cute, and I loved it. So, I was here for that. Wasn't funny. Weird way to start off the show. But we love Cardi regardless. She does no wrong. Um, then Shawn Mendes sang his boring-ass song, It Wasn't In My Blood. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Ew, I can't believe I just sung that. I want to crop that out. Ew, okay, whatever. Um, I love Shawn Mendes, actually, because of my friends. They got me into him, like, last summer. His music is fire, but, like, you know those artists that have, like, amazing music, but then they only put out the singles that are so fucking boring? Like, that is Shawn Mendes to me. Like, I don't know. I just hate that song. Like, ooh, it's so boring. And I'm not even trying to be, like, um, I don't want this to come off wrong, but I was getting super, like feminine mannerism mannerism vibes from him like he was just giving me kind of mm, I don't know he just looked a little questionable that's all I don't know he ooh, I'm not trying to be rude but I don't know he just he just seemed a little mm, you know you whatever you guys can take it if you know what I mean you know what I mean if you know it's fine I don't know he just, he seemed a little, yeah, anyways, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, I guess they were the hosts, were they? I don't know, it was weird. So they did this, like, super kind of long-ass segment. Here's where the shit came in, girl. It came in. Okay. So they were just a mess, like, <laughs> it was a hot-ass mess. I just remember looking at my mom be like, what is happening? Like, what are they saying? What are they even talking about? You know when they do that thing where, like, the host will just point out random people in the crowd and then they'll, like, say some slick shit to them and, like, they talked about people getting engaged really early and they, like, zoomed in on Ariana and Pete and Ariana said something, like, slick under her breath and, like, there was just a lot of shade being thrown but the main thing that happened that I, probably everyone is talking about is when Tiffany Haddish <laughs> um said Camila Cabello was like nominated for Havana which is another fucking annoying song and we'll get into that later but um yeah she called her out for like getting nominated five times which is crazy like why was she nominated five times but um she said hey Fifth Harmony like basically kind of like throwing shade at Fifth Harmony so that was fucking awkward and then like they zoom in on Camila and she's just like <laughs> no stop whatever so that was awkward and then they presented an award, and it was, like, Best Hip Hop Artist or something like that. Okay, mind you, the VMAs is so fucking stupid because they literally have, like, the top artists ever in a category. Like, it was literally, like, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, like, so many people who are just, like, amazing that you couldn't even, like, pick. You know what I mean? Like, it was stupid. Like, they had eight nominees for one category. Eight. Eight! Like, why are there eight? Like, it was so stupid. So then, obviously, I'm sitting there, like, thinking Cardi B's gonna win, and I'm gonna be like, haha, Nikki, like, fuck off, Nikki, like, you're so annoying, we'll get into that later. But, she didn't win, and Nicki Minaj actually won, so I was shook by that. So I'm on Twitter, like, live-tweeting this whole time. I wasn't really live-tweeting that much, because I knew I was gonna have a podcast for you guys, so I wanted to save all my opinions for the podcast, but... I was looking on Twitter, seeing what people are saying, and they're like, oh, they had to give Nicki Minaj the award because she would have fucking, like, lost her mind. And I honestly agree with that <laughs> because, I don't know, she's just been crazy lately. Like, you guys know, like, she's literally lost her fucking mind. So when she won the award, like, I remember sitting next to my mom, and my mom was like, 
oh god she's gonna be so annoying blah blah, blah. like her head's gonna get it like even bigger than it already is and I was like I know I know she gets on stage and she literally goes Tiffany Haddish don't be talking about Fifth Harmony because Normani is that bitch she's that bitch and I'm like what <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like shook like I did not see that coming like it was so left field like it was just super random, and I just thought it was funny, and I was like, woo, child, the shade, the shade, this is so messy. Like, mind you, we're 12 minutes into the fucking show, like, we're not even, like, we just started, and like, there's so much shade being thrown. So I'm like, okay, that's awkward for Camila, for, ugh, that's awkward for Camila, is it Camila Cabello? Camila Cabello, okay, got it. It's awkward for her, and I love how she says don't shade Fifth Harmony, but she only compliments one person in it, like... <laughs> She's like, don't shade Fifth Harmony because Normani's that bitch. Like, just her, not anyone else. So that was weird. It was just weird. But I don't think the rest of her speech was that shady. Um, but I don't know. We just Nikki has just lost her fucking mind. She was wearing, oh my god, her outfit was just like this fucking underwear that was like only took up like two, like one third of her fucking huge ass. And... It was see-through, and my mom was, like, horrified, and it was just, it was a lot. Her butt really looked pretty crazy in that dress. Um, you know, she always looks good, but it was it was just a crazy outfit. She didn't say anything too shocking, but, yeah, that Normani thing definitely took me off guard. It was just a whole lot of mess, whole lot of shade, only 12 minutes in to the fucking um, episode. So, then... I want to talk about Ariana Grande, um, Nicki Minaj's BFF. So on The Shade Room today, I actually saw... I'm going to reference The Shade Room a lot because they literally were keeping up with every single moment of the show. So shout out to The Shade Room, even though f- fucking people on there are horrible people. Like, you guys are trolls. You guys say the meanest things for no reason. But anyways, love you guys. I still keep up with The Shade Room. I follow. Ariana Grande literally... Um, you know what? I love Ariana Grande. Like, I really do. Um, Do I love her? I love her music. Like, every album she's ever put out, I've always gotten it. I've always been a huge fan. Whenever she has an album, I'm listening to it nonstop. I think she's an incredible artist. Like, I stand. Like, I stand. Like, she's awesome. But we all know that I have a huge fucking problem with her branding, her look, I'm just over it and like I know what like we're not supposed to really concentrate on stuff like that but like it just it's so old like she sings about like getting dick and like all this like sexual stuff but then she wants to dress like a baby doll and like the oversized sweatshirts and the ponytail and the knee-high boots it's like it's always the same thing and I don't really understand like why and, like, I don't think her wearing oversized stuff is flattering. And I don't know. I just don't understand her brand. Like, her brand is just off. Like, from a marketing professional as myself, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would just market her a lot differently. But, you know, I just wish, like, people would take her seriously as an artist if she presented herself in a more grown-up, mature way. So, yeah. But anyways, love her, though. Um, she was there with, oh, sorry, the Shade Room, the reason I referenced them is because they had a little, like, clip of, like, Ariana Grande and Nicki Minaj just, like, whispering and, like, talking shit to each other and, like, laughing, and I was just like, oh my god, like, 
these are like the shadiest people like on earth like and I love the thing about Ariana Grande too like her brand she just seems so like cutesy and she loves clouds and she's so cute and but like we all know that there's like a side to her that is just like not nice like I don't know she's just she's not playing games like she's she's a woman she knows what she wants and I just feel like we don't know the half of it like I've seen a lot of YouTube you know those YouTube videos who are like celebrities who've complained about Ariana Grande for five minutes straight like Juliana Rancic from E! said she had a horrible experience with her like I remember when Ariana Grande was on the cover of Vogue and, like, they were saying how hard she was to work with because, like, they literally wouldn't... She wouldn't let them, like, change her fucking lip color. And, like, they like they wouldn't... She, they would, she wouldn't let them do anything. So I just know that she's, like, a very difficult person. So long story short, I just think that, like, we don't know the half of Ariana Grande. And for her to be, like, BFS with Nicki Minaj is honestly very typical because we see how Nicki Minaj acts and that what she says. And for them to be friends, I just feel like... Ariana has to be um, a similar person. But, you know, not going to talk more shit about Ariana Grande. I, like I said, I love her. I am a huge fan. If she goes on tour again, I will be there, like, singing my ass off. Um, she was there with Pete Davidson, you know, her new fiancé, who she's been with for, like, mm -hmm, three months. I don't know, whatever. But I actually really like the relationship. Like, she has a song on her album called Pete Davidson, which is, like, really cute. And, like, I want to feel that way about somebody. So really cute they looked really happy um my friend kim she said that pete davidson is hot i don't know how i feel about that like his personality is hot like he's really funny he's really cool but i wouldn't go that far and be like looking at him i'm like oh my god you know what i mean like i don't i'm not gonna like i don't know whatever i just feel like his personality makes up for the look if that makes sense so then um after I saw Ariana Grande and all that stuff. Logic went on stage and performed a very powerful song about immigration. And he actually had a shirt that said, fuck the wall, I think. I think it said, fuck the wall. And um, I think, I, I'm guessing, I don't know anything. I didn't do any research, but I think a lot of like, maybe immigrants came on stage and were like wearing t-shirts about it and whatever. And here's the thing, right? powerful song as usual but I feel like Logic is very like gimmicky like he always does that thing where like like he did the same thing last year like he came on stage and he sang that song about suicide prevention and I'm not trying to take away like how awesome it is like it's awesome that he makes powerful music and he wants to make a message but I just feel like he's full of shit like if that like to be brutally honest like I just find him like very gimmicky like I don't know it's just, I don't, I just don't think he's genuine. Let's just say that. He's not genuine. I think he's just trying too hard to make a message and he's like fake deep, fake woke and like, he's always like, I'm mixed and like all that shit. Like, not taking that away from him. Like, if he is mixed, he is mixed. But like, I just feel like he tries too hard to be like socially aware. So it just kind of annoys me and like, I don't know powerful performance i just don't like logic as a person so sorry guys sorry if you like him whatever whatever another person i don't like <laughs> this is a real lisa rants episode i hate everyone so millie bobby brown <laughs> my friends are listening to this going like really um <laughs> so like can't stop laughing okay 
If you guys listen to my podcast with Christina called Shit We Don't Get, you know that I went on a tangent about Millie Bobby Brown. I'm not going to do it again. I've given way too much negative energy to this little girl for no fucking reason. Like, I don't know why I don't like her. I just don't. Like, I just don't. I don't know. She just aggravates the actual hell out of me. So I saw her there and I start screaming and my mom's like, all right, Lisa, relax. Like, she's a little girl. Like, why do you hate this girl so much? And I don't know. I don't know. I just don't like her. Like, the mere sight of her aggravated me. Okay, end rant. So moving on again. I'm literally, like, reading a list just going through it, you guys, so please keep up. Please keep up. Um, Panic at the Disco performed, and I was lit. My ninth grade self was, like, screaming. Like, I was hype. I love Panic at the Disco. I used to love them when I was in, like, ninth grade, and my mom told me that I needed to listen to more urban hip-hop music because I was, like, secretly a white girl inside who loved punk rock and alternative music, and I low-key still do, and if you're black and you like that stuff, don't be ashamed because music has no color. Okay, end rant. Anyways, I used to love them growing up and I thought their performance was really good. So I'm probably going to get back into them again. Like, we stand. Like, we love Panic at the Disco. So good. I was hype for that. Next thing. I need to, like, take a breath because I'm literally nonstop talking. Are you guys bored yet? Hope not. Okay. Nicki Minaj performed. So, you know, your girl rolled her eyes, but you know what? Let's see what she's going to do. I did a Twitter poll and merely four people answered. (laughs) So that was great. And my poll was asking people if Nicki Minaj's album was worth listening to. Four people answered. Two people said yes. And two people said no. So that did not help me at all. So thank you to the four people, but that really did not help me at all. So I ended up not really listening to it. I think I started to, but then I got bored and then I just went on to the Ariana Grande album. So um, we all know like the drama that Nicki Minaj is just like not doing well mentally, successfully, like she's just not doing well. Um, She's talking a lot of shit. Um, a lot of chaos going around and I don't know if she's just trying to pull the whole Kanye like media thing where you just go crazy in front of the public because your album is out and you're trying to make sales but it doesn't work for her like it works for Kanye but it doesn't work for her because she just like obviously there's a double standard there and I don't know if it's because she's a woman but there's just something about Nicki Minaj that like is making her very unlikable right now. Like, she is not a likable person. And, like, I was that girl, like, 2010, the Young Money era. Like, I was putting up the Young Money signs. Like, Lil Wayne, Drake, Nicki Minaj. I thought they were, like, the best trio in the entire world. Like, I I was, like, I was a stan. Like, I loved Nicki Minaj. Memorized all her raps. Like, I thought she was the queen. I praised her. I loved Nicki Minaj. And it just, like, over the over the years, her humbleness just, like, completely just went, like, down the tubes. Like, she just got so in her head. She just thought she was the shit. Like, she just thought that she was the best thing walking. And it showed, you know, the way she would do interviews, the way she would talk to people. Like, it just shifted. She was, like, this really nice girl from, like, 
New York that we all loved and we really were rooting for and we told her how amazing she was. And I think it just got to her head, honestly. And then I think when Cardi B came out, who, you know, is also from New York and who's funny and people just like fully support Cardi B, like everyone just fully supports Cardi B. Like we just love her. And I think that Nikki got obviously like, well, clearly she's jealous of that because Nikki had a harder time you know, coming out because she was, like, the first female rapper who was, like, really big and, like, she kind of broke that, like, glass ceiling for women rappers. Um, you know, obviously, like, there's been Little Kim and all these rappers before her, but, like, no one really did it the way Nicki did and I feel like when Cardi B came in, it was kind of so effortless for her. But here's the thing, Nicki, Cardi is a fucking nice person. Like, she's not a bitch. Like, you're, like, you, like, ugh, I don't know why she doesn't get it. Like, and I feel like she's like, oh, I'm way talent more talented than Cardi. Yes, you are. And she just gets angry. Like, why does Cardi have it so easy? And it's like, well, you're not nice. Like, we just like Cardi as a fucking person. Like, we root for Cardi. Like, we know that Cardi B, we're, like, no one is saying that, like, Cardi B is the best. Like, no one's saying that she's, like, the best lyricist. Like, we know that she's, like, like, honestly, like, put Cardi B and Nicki Minaj in a fucking rap battle. Like, we know who's going to win. Like, we're not stupid. But we just genuinely support Cardi B because she works hard. She's a fucking cool ass, nice ass person. And she's very grateful and humble. Like, and you're not. And I don't know why she doesn't get that. So, whatever. So, I, you know, I was tuning in for her performance. Sorry, I, I get sidetracked. You guys know this. Lisa Rance, hashtag. Um, watching her performance, it was actually really good. I mean, not that I thought it was going to be bad, but it was really good. Um... Wait, you guys, I actually really like that song, Fifi. <laughs> Don't murder me. I know, it's, like, super trash, but, like, I actually do like that song. Like, it's kind of, like, it bumps, you know what I mean? Like, it goes hard a little bit. She did a good job. Um, yeah. She did a good job. I mean, that's it. <laughs> End rant. I just feel like she needs to calm down. Um, I know that she... Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I forgot about all the drama. Wait, should I leave that for later? I'll leave it for later. I'll leave it for later. Okay, next on my list is Haley Kiyoko. I think her name is. Um, she is the... I don't know how to describe her without sounding rude. Um, she's blonde? <laughs> no. Um, she is the new artist. She was actually, like, in a contest with Cardi B for Best New Artist, and I'm like, really? Like, it was so stupid, but... She actually is really big among the, like, younger kids. Like, if you're a teenager, if you're in the LGBT community, like, you fucking know her, you fucking love her. So, um, she's just, like, up and coming. Like, I, she had a song with Kehlani, and I watched their music video, and, like, Kehlani was, like, her love interest. So, that was, like, I thought that music video was really cool. I don't, like, love her music, but she seems pretty talented. She seems pretty cool, but it just seemed like they were trying to force her down our throats last night. So it was, like, really weird. Like, I just kept seeing her pop up on my screen, and I was just like, okay, like, I don't know. So I just thought that was interesting. So I'm, like, halfway through my list, guys. Keep up with me. I'm so sorry. This will probably be, like, a 45-minute thing, but it's fine. J-Lo's performance. Oh, my God. Ugh. So, like, you guys. Okay, background, background, background. Kim, if you're listening to this, and I'll know if you're listening because I brought you up. This is the second time I'm bringing you up in this fucking podcast. You better support me! Okay, sorry. 
Um, me and Kim, you know, we've been friends for like 19 years now. And back in like second grade, we had our little CD players because, you know, we were like <laughs> pimping it real big back in 2002. And we had our little CD players. We thought we, we were the shit. And we somehow convinced our moms to buy us the JLo album. And we would literally sit together after school and press play at the same time so we could listen to the same songs together. And we'd be like, oh, no, track three, girl. Like, no, go to track seven. So we've been huge J-Lo fans, like, our whole lives. Like, we, like, every album, like, we just love J-Lo. We always have. So it was super fucking iconic to see her win this award and, like, do her performance, which was literally 15 minutes long. Say what you want. I know there was a lot of controversy. People thought that she didn't deserve the award because it's called the Michael Jackson Vanguard Award. And obviously, like, people who've won it have been, like, super iconic and stuff like that. But honestly, in 2018, like, J-Lo is iconic. Like, we don't have stars like Michael Jackson anymore, obviously. You know what I mean? But, like, for kids like me, like, kids who grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s, like, J-Lo is, like, our icon, kind of, like... And I feel like people don't give her enough credit. Like, that bitch has been around for years. She's been so relevant. She hasn't aged a day. She is an icon. She has so much, like, legendary music. Like, I'm just a huge fan, and I thought she fucking killed it. And, like, her speech was great. Her dancing was great. Her singing was great. Like, I didn't even think she could sing that well live. Like, she fucking killed it. Like, Ja Rule came on stage. Sorry, I just burped. Ja Rule came on stage. Like, are you kidding me? I literally, like, tweeted. I was like, this is not a drill. Jaw Rule just came out. Side note, I actually got his, um, <laughs> um, what's it called? Oh, my God, autograph. I couldn't even think of the word autograph because, like, nowadays we don't do that. Like, we don't get autographs. We just take a selfie with a celebrity. Like, we don't get autographs anymore. But when I was eight years old, I got his autograph because, um, someone in our family worked at, like, BET like 106 and Bark like back in the day and like I got his autograph like I don't know whatever so that's just a side note but I fucking love Ja Rule he looks amazing like they killed it it was actually super iconic I could not believe that she got Ja Rule to do that with her and it was just awesome I loved that performance and I feel like people need to give her more credit because she is an icon like I don't care what anyone says she's an icon all right Back to Ariana Grande. This has honestly been the Ariana Grande Nicki Minaj show, like, honestly. So she performed God is a Woman, and was that it? I think that was it. But it was so cool, you guys. She looked the best she ever looked. The hair was down, okay? Um, It was set up as, like, a Last Supper kind of thing where, like, basically she was, like, Jesus and, like, everyone, you know, she had her, like, 12 female disciples at the table. I thought it was fucking beautiful. It looked amazing. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. Her vocal... Vo- her vocals were on point. Um, Everything was just super beautiful. And she did that little dance routine. It was cute. I just really enjoyed her performance. So that was really, really good. Um, Cardi B. Why did I write Cardi we love? I literally wrote Cardi we love. I don't know. I think she won, like, best artist or something. Best new artist. We love her. I don't know what else I had to say about that. Oh, I think she, like, threw shade about, like, it doesn't matter what money, how much money I have. 
Like, I don't know. She said something weird, but I don't remember right now. I apologize. I'm trash. I don't know. All I wrote was Cardi, we love. We love her. I said that earlier. We just love her. Nikki, we don't love you right now. So that's it. Congrats to Cardi. Travis Scott performed. Um, okay, this is what I was going to bring up. More more tea about Nicki Minaj. Um, so, Nicki Minaj tweeted. Let's pull up the tweet, shall we? Because she was being a little, little messy pants. So, the other day, Kylie Jenner posted that she was going to be going on tour with Travis Scott. Obviously, I mean, she's fucking, like, that's her man like I don't know obviously she's gonna go on tour and she posted about it like it wasn't that serious and all of a sudden Nicki Minaj like tweets I put my blood sweat and tears into writing a dope album only for Travis Scott to have Kylie Jenner post a tour pass telling people to come see her and stormy lol I'm actually laughing hashtag queen broke the record of being number one in 86 countries Thank Jesus and thank you to my fans. Like, Nikki, what the fuck is wrong with you? She's so bitter and weird. I think she, like, thought she was, like, she was trying to just prove a point with this album. And I think it just, like, missed the mark, unfortunately. Like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I don't really know anyone who was, like, really anticipating her album. I know I really wasn't, like, I started playing it. I wasn't really impressed. It kind of just sounded like everything else. <laughs> But, like, we were anticipating Travis Scott's album. Like, he hasn't had an album for, like, two years. And his albums are always amazing. And I think she was honestly just trying to be in competition with Cardi. And I thought, like, Cardi was number one, like, immediately. And, like, Cardi was number one for a while. And she was just trying to beat Cardi. Like, she's just trying to get back on top, like, desperately, desperately. But she looks fucking crazy. And she only got number two, which is, like, still not bad but her you know record sales just like weren't as good as anticipated I guess you could say and she's just like so mad she just can't deal (laughs) she's super bitter she's making up any excuse like blaming Kylie Jenner for posting something is crazy like we love Travis Scott like it's not because of Kylie Jenner like like Travis Scott established himself way before we even knew him and Kylie were together and like if that were the case, Tyga would have been on top. And Tyga was never on top. So he's actually doing better now that he's not with her. So I don't know what she's talking about. But yeah, then Travis Scott performed at the VMAs. He obviously killed it. He did an amazing job. Like, everyone loves that album. It's, like, a really good album. And at the end, I don't know if he's throwing shade or not, but he did say, Astro World number one album in the country right now. So... It was funny. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, And Nikki has this, like, radio show that she's just been super ratchet on lately. And she actually said she called him, like, dumb nigga of the day or, like, something like that. I don't have any of, like, the articles in front of me. But I did see on the news that she kind of, like, shaded him today after the VMAs. Maybe because he said that or maybe she's just still stuck on the fact that he has the number one album and she doesn't. I don't know, but Nikki, you gotta get it together, girl. You gotta get it together. All right, I'm almost done, guys. Gonna wrap this up here. So, I know I haven't really talked about a lot of other celebrities, but, like, nothing else was, like, super relevant to me. Like, I don't know, nothing stood out. 
Like, obviously, like, DJ Khaled and his family are so cute. Like, we just love them. Like, I want to be Assad. Um, yeah. It was just kind of, like, besides the Nikki drama, like, everything was kind of lackluster. I wasn't super entertained by anything. <laughs> Literally, just Ariana Grande and J-Lo, they just had amazing performances, and I was here for it. And, like, that was all I really kind of noticed or paid attention to. Um, but, oh, this is funny. I did write this down. Okay, Rita Ora and BB Rexa. The two most likely people to be relevant forever for no fucking reason. Rita Ora has literally had a almost 10-year career for no reason. No reason. She is so famous for no reason. She doesn't put out music Ever. Like, she puts out one song every couple of months just to keep people, like, just to, like, say, like, just to have her, like, keep saying that she's an artist. But, like, does she have albums? Like, what does she do? Like, every day Rita Ora wakes up, what do you do? What do you literally do? I don't know what you do. Like, she was on, um, she was, like, randomly the host of America's Next Top Model, like, two years ago. Like, why? And then the next year, Tyra was like, uh -huh, nope, I'm going to take it back. Like, super random. Like, she just has these random gigs. Someone in Hollywood, like, her management is just, they are keeping up with her. They are just making sure that she's working. She's getting a paycheck some way, somehow. I don't know, but it's just, like, so weird. Like, you're not even a recording artist anymore. I don't know how you stay so relevant. I don't know who keeps inviting you to do all this stuff, but she's just in there. I know she's a gorgeous, gorgeous fucking person and, like, some of her songs are pretty good. Well, her old songs were really good. Like, I used to be a fan of her back in the day when I thought she was going to blow up, but she just never did. Like, she just never did. I don't know if it's because of, like, the Rob Kardashian drama, because she used to date him, and then, like, that he called her Rita Horo one day. <laughs> good times. Um, I think she's on Jay-Z's label, and then Jay-Z, like, literally does nothing for her. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's a mess. And, but yeah, I don't know. She just keeps on trying and she just stays relevant and I don't know how. <laughs> Same thing with BB Rexa. Um, she has like some <sighs> little pop hits here and there, but I honestly think it's just like, she is also just a pretty girl and she's good to look at and she's nice and people like her, but at the same time, she's not like giving us hits really. So I don't really know... <sighs> how these two women stay so popular and they're always invited to every show. I just think that they're like a good look and people just want them there to like fill space. I don't know. I don't, I just don't get it. They, I don't know. No shade, no shade, but I just don't know. They don't do much. Um, and I just want to say how the show ended. Rest in peace, Aretha Franklin. Like, oh my God, rest in peace to a fucking icon. Like, a legend who gave us so much amazing music over the years it's just so sad you know like we're just losing so many icons in music in the past couple years and it sucks you know what i mean so um r.i.p to her much respect but i was very angry with the way that mtv handled it and mind you um you know i know how it is like getting ready and like preparing for events you know event coordinators they have a lot on their plate and I know that Aretha Franklin you know she just passed 
So it was hard for them to probably whip up something to like kind of honor her and not just skip over the fact that she did pass. But I think they could have delivered something a little bit better than that. I mean, they could have flown out Jennifer Hudson or something. Like they just, they could have had something a little better. They had Madonna come out and Madonna was just chatting away about her goddamn self. Like she genuinely talked about herself for about 10 minutes. It had nothing to do with Aretha Franklin. Like absolutely nothing. I've never seen anything like it. I was honestly mortified. I could not believe that she was telling a story about how her career got started. And then she tries to tie it back. And she's like, and none of this would have happened if it wasn't for Aretha Franklin. Like, bitch, what the Shut the fuck up. You're supposed to talk about her. She died, not you. Like, Madonna is so annoying. Like, I've never seen anyone think that... Madonna literally thinks that she's more relevant than she is. Like, I honestly think that. Like, I was watching Lady Gaga's documentary, Five Foot Two, and she was just like, she had this whole, like, rant about how, like, Madonna said she stole every single thing from her, and she's like, uh, lol, I didn't. Like, Madonna is just so crazy like that. She just really thinks that, like, people care about her a lot, and, like, like, I'm not trying to take anything away from her. She's obviously an icon as well, but, like, She's just always doing crazy stuff. She's always saying crazy stuff. Like, oh, you guys remember, like, a couple months ago when she put that picture of, like, um, the Carters, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z in the, in the Louvre, and, like, she, someone, like, photoshopped a picture of Madonna, like, on the wall of art, and, like, she put a caption, like, like, learning from their master, which was super inappropriate to say obviously um to black artists you're calling them like saying that you're their master is not okay and I don't know she just she just tries so hard and she just needs to stop and yeah so I mean like I said let's focus back on Aretha Franklin R.I.P. to a legend I thought that was a horrible way to sort of honor her I don't know who thought that was a good idea um she like like I said Madonna did not give a fuck about Aretha she just wanted to talk about herself so congrats Madonna as usual you're making yourself the center of attention for no fucking reason please go sit down like you are so old sit down okay and rant um yeah that's my list of everything that happened at the VMAs that I wanted to talk about I'm sure there's a lot more that you guys probably cared about that I didn't I apologize but um yeah, it was just kind of a hot mess show. I haven't been super impressed with on oh, my crinkling paper. I hope you guys didn't hear all that. Sorry. Um, yeah, I just haven't been super impressed with the VMAs in the past couple of years, unfortunately. But it still was fun, and I will be here to report all the messiness with you guys as usual. So I hope you enjoyed. Let me know what your favorite part of the VMAs was. Let me know anything that I forgot. And yeah, let's talk about it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode of the Lisa Rants podcast. I'll be back on Monday. So I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to me rant about everything and anything. I appreciate you guys more than you know. Please subscribe to me on iTunes if you aren't already. And think, shout out to my SoundCloud listeners, iHeartRadio listeners, and Google Play listeners. I'm on Google Play, um, the Google Podcast app. I'm on there as well. So all you Android users, what up? And I will talk to you guys next time. Love you guys so, so much. Bye!